Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. And we do want to talk WrestleMania. So, um, I'm actually... I guess we're going to get this episode out today because we're recording this on the morning of night one of WrestleMania. And Mark and I were just talking, decided to hit record. I'm really interested in watching this just to see how they do it. And that's the same thing you just said. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays, man. I, I think I mentioned this. I don't know if I said it on the show. I know I said it to you. For like a few months now, I've been getting up and doing my exercise in the morning before the sun comes in. But now, um, with, with obviously with the coronavirus going around, vitamin D is really good at help at boosting your immune system. Right. And you can get that just from being out in the sun. So I've been exercising in the middle of the day when it, when it's hot. Yeah. Just getting out in the sun and getting that, getting a sweat going. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I just think that's better for me right now. So this morning I got up early. <clears throat> and I watched two matches just because it's WrestleMania, and I always kind of go back and revisit a few of my favorites every year, and I pick a few different. And this this year, I, I watched um, Hogan and Rock first. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 24. Yeah. But specifically Hogan and Rock, could you imagine? I just tried to, as I was watching it, imagine what that match would have been like with no people there. Oh. Because that's that's what made that match. Yes, yes. Two people, and if you haven't, you know, Rock. A lot of these celebrities, while this is going on, I just ain't a big fan of the way a lot of them are handling themselves, mm-hmm. talking down to people. But Rock is doing a deal now where he's getting on every day and um, just letting people ask him questions, and he's sitting there and he's answering the questions that people ask. And he did 12 minutes of, of talking about this match, and I watched it this morning as well. Have you seen – now, Hogan did the same thing. I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah somebody put both of them together. Oh, cool. So I need to check that out because I, I didn't watch all of the Hogan one. I haven't watched any of the Rock one. But, yeah, though, I mean, it was there was an electricity to it. Now, I will say this. I'm kind of worried. Because I went to watch Hogan and Rock, I think, you know, one of our episodes. That's one of my favorite matches of all time. Like, if I had, if someone said, Heath, you can watch one match, that would probably be my one match. Um, really? You like it that much, huh? There's just something about it, man. Something about the crowd. There's just, I just Here's remember what... watching it live. And just right. jumping off the couch and just be like. Um, I would <laughs> say, like, it is one. If somebody wanted an example of how you can successfully work, listen to a crowd and work a crowd and have a, a professional wrestling match, yeah, not a, not a high spot, not a dance routine, a professional wrestling match between two people, Rock talked about it. The moment when Hogan, at the very beginning, when he, they, they locked up and then Hogan pushed it. Yeah, he said if he he knew in that moment to listen to the people, because if he'd have popped up and fired up like a baby face, it would have changed things. Yeah, but he he took a he took a heel bump and yeah. he reacted like a heel would react, and he he 
the crowd was divided. Yes. And Rock gave the people permission to boo him. Yes. When he did that. And the people appreciated him for it. Yeah. And he came out moreover because he gave the people what they wanted in that moment. They wanted to cheer for Hogan, and he let them. He gave them permission to do it by reacting the way he did. And if there had been no crowd there, yeah, they would have done what they had already planned to do. Yeah. Do you think, just you talking and kind of walking through, that's just such a missing, if that's a missing art form in today's wrestling from the top to the bottom. But do you also, I don't want to get too far off on this, do you think that maybe The Rock is underrated a little bit? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think history has been kind to him. What do you mean? I mean, I think people appreciate him now more. Uh, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, gotcha. Oh, I see what you're so, saying. I, but I'm saying... Yeah, I don't think he's me, underrated at all. I, I mean, if anything, he's... Okay. Uh, well, well, okay, okay. I'm not talking about on the mic. I'm not talking about the charisma. I'm talking about the little nuances of everything you just said of in the ring. Yes. Oh, well, I think you got a guy that grew up around wrestling. Man. Well, that's true too. That's Even true too. you know, in Hogan's uh, in Hogan's story, um, if you didn't hear it all, his side of it was they wanted them to to rehearse the match. Yeah. So he was respectful, and he went, and he said that Pat Patterson was there, and obviously The Rock was there, but Rocky Johnson was also there. Yeah. As they were laying this match out and said that Rocky Rocky Johnson pulled The Rock aside several times and said, do what Hulk tells you to do, and this will work. It will yeah. be better if you because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows how to get, get the most – and if he's being unselfish, do what he says, and it'll be a great match. Yeah. So he he was surrounded by people, and they had the, I think they had the freedom then to improvise a little bit. Right, right. Or if it doesn't seem like there's that. I don't think people allow themselves to have that freedom anymore. Right, right. We have, this is what we were said we were going to do, and we have to do it. Well, he, you know, when you think about the fact that you've got two of the biggest egos in wrestling history, uh-huh. and they put all that aside, and it's just this magical, it's just, it's just, it's just great. I mean, but I'm scared because I went to watch that on the WWE Network the other night. Uh huh. Did they get like? Did they get one? Who did the the? They've completely changed the layout. Huh? On the I went. I it's been. I guess it's been that long since I've been on the WWE Network. Oh yeah. And I could not hardly find anything, and I couldn't watch the match. The match kept it kept buffering like every minute, and I really? I didn't get to finish watching it. So I'm hoping today to like. I'm gonna tell I my tell kids, get off the internet and. If you go to if you go to the the pay per view tab now, I actually like it because instead of having to go back by year, Mm -hmm. you can you can go back by event. Like if you go up to the top, it'll say Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, and you can actually go. You can go find WrestleMania, click on WrestleMania, and it pulls all of them up in order. 
Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And it's the same with all of them. I, I don't. I like the original layout. I know a lot of people didn't. I, it seemed to me the original layout was easier to find what you were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. But um, now they've changed a lot. So. We both want to watch WrestleMania this weekend. It's two nights. Um, it's actually, I just saw, it's supposed to start at 6 and go to about 10.15 both nights. So the official show will be basically a Monday Night Raw. You know, a three, three hours, 15 minutes. So 7 to about 10.15 is what I'm hearing. Um, I'm on... Uh, I'm on Wikipedia, but it's got the updated card. 18 matches. Can you imagine them trying to do 18 matches in one day? No, I think they've been doing that. <laughs> well, that's true, too. But I think they'll be able to do it because, like, the entrances are not going to be as drawn out because you're not coming down a 200-foot ramp. You're coming down a 20-foot ramp. Yeah, you're you not have... playing to the crowd. You don't have, like Undertaker, obviously, there's no reason to do the big entrance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, that, that's 10 minutes right there. Right. Right. Shit. And everybody, I think that Edge was supposed to have had a, uh, a band, Alter Bridge or something was going to play during yeah. his entrance. That's been scrapped. Becky Lee so, yeah, was supposed to have a transfer truck. Yeah, that's right. Um, let I, Two matches I saw added this morning. Drew Gulak versus Cesaro. Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Are you, how excited are you for those two matches? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm ecstatic. I what, do like Liv Morgan. Now, um, I think we've already talked about some of this. Let, let's talk about this new match. Uh, Goldberg is now going to defend against Braun Strowman. Yeah. Is this, how weird would it be? Braun Strowman, I don't even know if he had a WrestleMania match. And now it's possible he's going to go over Goldberg and be the champion. It could be. Could be. I, uh, I read an article, you know, you never know what's true and what ain't. But I know he's pretty much said some things online. I feel like they've kind of done Roman Reigns dirty here. Right. I mean, the guy has got a compromised immune system. Yes. And to expect this out of him, from anybody to expect him to put his life on the line. That's right. You're asking way too much, but it seems like they could have handled it a little bit better. Do you, do you think maybe part of this is obviously, you know, Roman just needs to take care of himself first of all but do you also think there's a little bit of vent maybe a little bit is vince like man we've been building this was going to be roman's moment he's going to beat goldberg we and everybody's hating goldberg now this is going to be a huge moment for roman we're going to end wrestlemania with roman being cheered now that's not going to happen because there's no crowd and they're going to say try to do that later Maybe so. You know, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise. I'm gonna tell you, he's don't. I don't. I'm not counting out Goldberg beating Braun Strowman so they can get to that. No, I would. Yeah, if if Goldberg spears Strowman twice and pins him, totally wouldn't surprise me. Mm -mm. 
Let me tell you, there ain't no way he's going to jackhammer Braun Strowman. I think you might be wrong about that. There's no way he can delay jackhammer Braun Strowman. Well, he's older now, so he may not be able to. You know, he couldn't even just... get the fiend up and over. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't. I man, I he barely suplexed the fiend. True. You got yeah. That's a very good point, man. He's not. He's God. He's got to be fifty pounds lighter now. Oh, that he, yeah. he was in his prime, easy. And that was all muscle. Um, I mean, I can remember him holding the, the. He took the big show straight up and held him. Oh yeah, man, well, right, right. right. Um, but yeah, you may be right. That was twenty something years ago. That ain't. I know now, man. When I exercise, I can't do near as much as I used to. I told my wife and I were talking about that the other day. I said, man, you know, I just. I used to be able to sling some weight around. Now I'm barely moving 75, 80 pounds, you know? Well, I, how do you think I feel? I'm at 30 or 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so of the matches you know of, what is it? Is it even possible for there to be a WrestleMania moment this year? I don't think so. I, I I personally feel like they should have postponed this. Yeah. Just not even for the fact that you're not going to have a crowd there. I mean, just think about the safety of the people that work for you. Right. For once. You know? Right. The show doesn't always have to go on. And I think they would have been forgiven if they'd have postponed this a month or two. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, Mark. I don't, I don't know that they... I, I don't know there's going to be a May or a June WWE pay-per-view. No, you're probably right. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that there's going to be a Raw Monday night. Right. Because. Unless they already filmed it. Unless they've already filmed it. Right. Because there things you get. I still have to work. And I'm going to be getting a letter. Um here in the next week or two that says I got a right to be on the road. Yeah. Well, now or Orlando and Florida are shut down. Like, I read I read very in passing that it was possible they could film some stuff in Connecticut. Yeah. But that pretty much the performance center was going to be shut down. Oh, yeah. It's coming, man. And who knows how long we're going to be this way. Right. I mean, we're... I'm I'm hoping that it gets hot and kills this thing off. But then I've heard that that doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know what to believe at this point. Yeah, I don't think any of us do. I'm with you. At some point, you want some people to just stand up and go, we don't know. Right. We don't know what we're going to do. This may be our new normal, even. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's got to be... I don't know. Uh, here, here's the thing. I know that WWE, AEW, they employ people full time. This is people's livelihoods. Okay, I get that. Yep. Totally understand that. But if push comes to shove, 
wrestling is one of those things society can live without. Yeah, all of it is, man. We can pretty much live without any type of entertainment and sport. We can. I, I think it's pretty amazing, like, you know, we're a month. There's been no NBA. There's been not been any sports. No. And and you know what? The world has kept turning. Yeah, believe it or not, we all we all survived not having sports. Uh, I did you have to what? buy. I bought something I haven't bought in a long time. I bought a uh, computer baseball game, and I'm gonna be honest. If I bought it really as a distraction from social media, right? I was like, man, I am on Twitter too much, trying to follow all these conspiracy theories, and I'm gonna do something that just get just gets my mind out of the space. Me too, me too, man. I was. I'm glad that um, <clears throat> the the old TV show Community is on Netflix now. Ah, okay. Haven't watched and that. I had watched a few episodes of it back when it come on, and I liked it, and I always wanted to watch more of it. So now I'm going through and watching it. It's a, it's an interesting show, man. It's pretty high concept stuff. You know, where they'll they'll pick a genre of film mm-hmm. or a genre of of television and dedicate an episode to it. You know what I mean? They did a horror thing. And it's a sitcom, so it's all funny. But yeah. they'll you know, they might pick a, you know, sci fi. They did an episode the other day where they played a, a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Um they did an episode where uh, there was like a zombie outbreak at a dance where everybody had gotten sick from rabies and was passing it back and forth to one another. And they treated it like it was a zombie deal. (laughs) They played paintball and treat it like a, you know, an apocalyptic, you know, Mad Max type thing. It's, it's, it's really good, man. It's a good show. It's funny. Uh, it's, you know, a lot of sarcasm. Anyway, well, so I've been, I may have to go check that out. I've been watching it. It's it's a it's a great show. Really, really good show, man. I you know I'm going to be honest. This is where we're at on April Fool's Day. Somebody posted a joke that Vince was retiring, and it was April Fool's, obviously. But I. Every passing day with this, we're getting closer and closer to that. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to having a wrestling industry where Vince McMahon is not at the top of the food chain. Yeah. I would say it's about time. Yeah, he had a good run. He did. It's time to let Triple H. Let's see what Triple H can do with this thing, man. They, um... I guess it was just a couple of weeks ago they they did a cash inflow to the company. That basically what it was is Vince signed and agreed to sell a certain amount of stock in it's either 2024 or 2025. But they gave them the money for it now so they would have some cash on hand. Huh. And I thought I mean, it's nowhere. I don't. I, I think it's a percentage of his total stock, but not where. I mean, he can still be, you know, majority owner or whatever. Right. But I, of course, coming out of this, 
is Disney going to want to buy something like WWE? Like, ain't nobody going to have any money. No, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The the millionaires of the world, the billionaires of this world are not my concern. It's the people that work for them that, right. you know, that, that I'm more worried about. You know, Vince McMahon's going to be all right. Right. If, if WWE shuts down today, yeah. Vince and Triple H and Stephanie and Shane and Linda and John Cena and Roman Reigns and all those guys, they're going to be all right. They're going to make it. But it's the guys that drive the equipment from their back and forth to the arenas and set everything up and the guys that run the cameras and the guys that run the sound, what are they going to do? No, that's right. That's right. Same with Disney. If they shut down today, you know, Bob Iger's all right. Yeah. He's going to make it. Uh, But the people that work in those parks. Yeah. The people who were featured on the whole... The guy who was talking about the train at Disney. Yeah. And you're like, man, like what would happen to that guy? Yep. And that's why, if we're being honest, we need these billionaires to do all right. Because so many people work for them, you know? That's right. And I think people lose sight of that sometimes, you know? You need these companies to stay afloat. Like, people complain about Jeff Bezos having so much money. I, If I got it, think about how many people work for him. Think about how many people, I mean, you and I can go on and order just about anything and get it in two days. Right. Like, he's provided a service, I, I don't know. I, I, I think people's issue is with the guy like, Bezos is that he makes like eight million dollars an hour, right? Right. You know, and and you can make sure you take care of your employees during these times. That's right. That's right. I think that that's the kind of issue people have. I think there are some companies that won't recover from all of this because they don't take care of their employees and they lose the loyalty. And people are taking notice of that. And, yep. and I think people are gonna people are gonna remember because when they this are, is over, when this is over, people are gonna want to get out. They're gonna want to go shopping. They're gonna want to return to some normalcy. And you know, uh, if you know, for example, yeah. So I don't know what any of that's got to do with WrestleMania, but well, I mean. I think it's, I mean, if a there's a lot of people, there's a lot of money that's not getting made. That's what it's got to do with it. There's a lot of small businesses, man. Yeah. That would have been in Tampa. Right. You know, that would have made a lot of money. It would have made their year yeah. to have WrestleMania. That's, that's the thing, man. It's not W, I'm not, WWE, man, I ain't worried about that. Right. Think about all these small businesses around Tampa that would have made their year. Think about the waitress in Tampa who right. tips and stuff like yeah, it's, it's Exactly. Those are the people that are hurting. Those are the people that are, that 
this affects, man. It's not, I'm not, I don't care about Vince McMahon and how this affects him. But he's but he's got he's got billions of dollars. But it's weird how. I, I guess I guess you know back to my original point. Like, I need Vince McMahon to be successful, so a bunch of people will go to Tampa and pay the waitresses and buy the concession stand popcorn and do it's. Oh yeah, it's so like it impacts so many, uh, impacts so many people. Um, yeah, but I, I I hope, and I don't. I know this isn't going to happen. Um, I do think WrestleMania week had gotten carried away with the number of independent shows. You had independent showing. You had independent shows WrestleMania week that were drawing like twenty people. Yeah, and I just like there was pretty much a show every for like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There was like a show every hour. Like yeah. the guy made a spreadsheet of it, um, and it was just crazy. And if you think, if you think, I. And to me, that shows a little bit of the lack of business savvy on the part of so many wrestling promoters is it's simple math. If you've got, let's say there's 80,000 people coming into town for WrestleMania. Let's say uh, not all of those care about your little show running right. at the skating rink. Uh, you know, an hour outside of Tampa. Right. Um, I think so much of independent wrestling is for a niche audience, and I think everybody go thinks, okay, WrestleMania week will be our get rich. I think everybody's trying to be the next Joey Janela spring break. Right, that's right. And they caught lightning in a bottle, and to be honest, like, have they really... Uh, and I'm curious how Joey Janela signing with... I think he signed with AEW, but I think that does not affect his the spring break deal. No, he was still doing it up until you know about about a month ago. He he was still playing it. What did, did you see the video of the social distancing match he had with somebody? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw it. On the one hand, I'm like, I think they're. I don't think they're saying this is wrestling. So on the one hand, on the one hand of I'm like, you know what? This is pretty creative. I think it's stupid. It doesn't entertain me, but it's creative. Right. Yeah, I, you know how I feel about it. Oh, I know. You love it. It's your favorite. It, you know, <laughs> right. it honors everything you love about the great sport of professional wrestling. That's right. <laughs> well, you know me well. I mean, you know, can, let's chase this rabbit, okay? This is going to catch you out of left field. I just say it. Just the words came out of my mouth. The great sport of professional wrestling. You think uh-huh. back to Fez, Briscoes, all those people who were great collegiate amateur wrestlers. Uh-huh. And the reason it was called professional wrestling was it was it's just like professional football. You played amateur football, and then you played professional football. Yeah. Do you think? With the proliferation of MMA, which has also led to a proliferation of high school wrestling, 
that somehow, some way, we could see a curve back to not treating wrestling more like a sport, but seeing more amateur wrestlers. Because basically it's like seeing more amateur wrestlers go into professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I think you still, I think you see that anyway. I just think most of the guys that can actually win a fight are going the MMA route. True, true. And I also think back when Briscoe, now obviously WWE, ironically, has a Briscoe actually going and, and recruiting you know, right. collegiate wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, but you don't have the, but that's not happening on the local level. The local level is like, oh yeah, Johnny's Johnny's cousin's baby daddy. He he can pay me to train. Exactly. Um, sorry, that was a tangent that didn't go quite where I thought I wanted. It didn't, to go. man. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really following you. I was trying to. <laughs> I do think it would be cool. You know, Cody Rhodes was a great amateur wrestler. Like it would yeah. be cool if, like, you know, they have changed the uh, the one Paul the one fall power factory in Georgia. They've changed to Nightmare Factory, so Cody Rhodes is going to start training wrestlers. Like I think it would be amazing if Cody Rhodes started showing up at these high school wrestling matches, scouting. And he probably will. Even if he don't, somebody will. Yeah, I just think. I think eventually we're going to reach a backlash on the unathletic, unrealistic. and Because pe- people are going to see, a lot of wrestling fans have already switched to MMA. That's right. But it would be cool to get back to, hey, this guy's a real athlete. Yeah, I mean, I... I think people are already starting to turn on the Marco stunts. I think they're starting to see how stupid it is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that Lance, I don't know if you saw it. I thought Lance Archer gave him too much offense the other night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched it. He absolutely did. Yeah, that match should have lasted 30 seconds. Um, Now, at least the offense was like, Kicks, they weren't forearms. They were more like sticking and moving. Yeah. But still. Uh, yeah, he still, I mean, I, you know. Unless he did, they could have done the toy with him. Yes. Where he hits him with a big move and picks him up. And Yeah, I thought he gave him too much, too. That match was about two minutes too long. Um, let's, let's close with this. Um. Two th- two things I want to touch on while I got you, um, and I appreciate your time. And I know your time is precious. It's your day off, so I appreciate you giving me three hours of your time today. It's much appreciated. <laughs> two things I want to touch on. Two things I want to get your opinion on. First of all, have they already botched Brody Lee by? He's just he's just making front of Vince. Right. Yes, absolutely they have. And do you think, like Vince, maybe they did this a little bit with the Nacho Man and the Huckster back then. That's about, That's what I was fixing to say. These are billionaire Ted's kids, man. 
But I guess what I'm trying to, but for the most part, Vince did not, other than that, Vince did not acknowledge his competition. Vince created, he, they called the WWE universe because it's his own little universe and no other right. universes exist. And I feel like they're wasting Brody Lee. Like, create something new. Act like he wasn't in. And I feel like it's completely, he had an opportunity to elevate the Dark Order, if that was possible. Uh-huh. And it's done the opposite. It's crapped on it. Well, it was a crappy to begin with. Yes, yes. And, and then they just hung this albatross around his neck of this thing that nobody wants to see anyway. And then you put him into doing this Vince McMahon type deal and all you're doing is reminding everybody he's just a guy that didn't make it in WWE for whatever reason whether they missed the boat on him whatever the reason is it's TNA impact stuff man yeah that's how it comes across it's the the TNA impact this guy this guy's only here because he was he was some he was somebody somewhere else and the irony irony of this is everything that everybody complains about WWE. These are stupid vignettes. They're too scripted. What is Brody Lee doing? Yep. Stupid vignettes that are very scripted. Yep. Um, The other thing I wanted to ask you, and I was thinking about this, I want to get your opinion. And I, I don't know where I've landed. But the longer that he sticks around, for me, I'm seriously considering a spot on my Mount Rushmore for Chris Jericho. Yeah, I mean he's always been good, man. I don't, you know, I don't know that I'd put him up there personally. Right. I wouldn't put him on the same level as a Ric Flair or a Hulk Hogan or, or even a Steve Austin or a Rock. Right, right. Or definitely, yeah. I mean, maybe he's definitely be in different category. Just like Jericho may be the goat of reinvention. That is true. The he's whole, release the hounds. That may have been one of the great. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Oh, you got it. Vanguard One goes to his house. And he's trying to get Vanguard One to join the inner circle. Uh-huh. And he gives Vanguard One, he hangs an inner circle t-shirt on a hook on Vanguard One. And Vanguard One, like, starts going away. And he and Jericho says, release the hounds. And you just see uh, seven or eight random, from big dogs to little dogs, come out and they just start barking. It, it is huh. one of the funniest things. I have ever seen. It's one, you know, it's not, but I'm saying if you're going to do comedy in wrestling, it was, oh, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Somebody that's actually funny. Right. Was, um, yeah, I would say you talking about putting him on a Mount Rushmore or whatever. Maybe I would say definitely for the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. He would do that. I don't know about all time. <laughs> Did you see? Yeah. You probably didn't see it. Uh, this a wrestling promotion out of Georgia, the the guy who runs their social media, he runs their 
he runs their promotions account like you would run an, a personal account. Uh-huh. Like he'll post just things like, oh, that was a good basketball game. Well, why is your promotions Twitter account putting that out? So he puts out, he and it says this, top ten draws of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, Ric Flair. Number five, this top ten draws of all time. Number five, Junkyard Dog. Number ten, Andre the Giant. Yeah. He's a little off there, you think? I think so. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I think <clears throat> I think Hulk Hogan's probably the number one. I was interested. When I saw that, I went and looked at Meltzer does by decade, the top draws by decade. And he actually has in the 90s that Conan was the biggest draw. Yeah, I believe that. He was huge. I mean, people, I think people just think that North American wrestling is the only wrestling that draws money. Right. And Conan was drawing it. That's why they brought Conan here. Yeah. He drew a lot of money in Mexico, man. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, Junkyard Dog's not even in the top ten in any decade. And Meltzer bases all his on the actual numbers. Right. So, if not Meltzer says this guy was the biggest draw, he's looking at numbers that I haven't seen. Because uh, that's, when you talk about draw, that's not an opinion. You know? Right. You yeah, could say, right. this is the biggest draw to me. This is who I would pay to see. Um, here's the thing. When this is all over, I'm t- when this is all over, and wrestling's already where, like, nobody's really a draw, I think people are just going to want to see wrestling. Well, that's pretty much what it is now, right? I mean, there's nobody this a draw it's the the people are watching wrestlemania they're not watching austin versus rock anymore yeah we have gone from austin rock rock hogan to goldberg versus braun Strowman. yep which is you know going in it's gonna last five minutes well if it goes any longer than that that's probably with the entrances yeah i do think brock and uh, McIntyre can have a good match. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, that. There again, though, you hate to see a guy get a crowning moment at a empty arena. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. And who knows, like, this may be the ultimate test of Drew McIntyre. Like, if Drew McIntyre can turn this into a really good run, yeah. like, Maybe they were off on him all this time, you know. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the th- maybe, maybe somebody will emerge from this. I don't. Know. I hope so. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. It's possible we've seen. I mean, is it possible that there will be no more wrestling after this? I was kind of about to say that, man. We could be watching the final days of, of wrestling, man. If, I mean, because once you quit watching it, you know this. Yeah. Once you stop watching wrestling, you pretty much lose interest in it. It's hard to get back into it. Yeah. And if people have to quit watching it for a few months, it's going to be, it's already tough to get them to watch. 
Yeah. Right now. It's going to be even tougher to get them back. They said the other night on Raw, they had one of the lowest segments ever. Yeah. Now, I, you would just think with more people being at home, your ratings would go up. But people are watching the news. and But yeah. you can't say, well, people were watching Monday Night Football. There ain't no Monday Night Football. There ain't nothing. No, there's nothing to blame it on right now. People just don't want to watch wrestling. It's not good. Yeah. Craziness, man. Um, well, listen, I'm going to – I hope you're getting ready to go and fix you a nice steak or something for WrestleMania tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I got to see what food I got because I've kind of, like, scheduled my week around being able just to not do anything the next two nights and watch wrestling, which is pretty Me nice. Too. That's great, man. Um, tried to do some other things and take care of some other business and, and, uh, yeah. So, um, so I need to go check out my WWE network and make sure it's working. Yeah. My internet's been acting up. I think, I think maybe they're just throttling back stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Cause mine's been really spotty too. Well, who knows, man, the next time we record, Will Mike still be in a pandemic? Maybe all the conspiracy theories have come true by then. Yeah, we'll see. Apparently, Easter's supposed to be, you know, the big, when a lot of stuff happens. Who knows? That's what they're saying, man. We'll see. We'll talk about that here in just a second. I want to hear what you heard. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) we need to talk about that off air. That's right. We don't want to be speculating Worldwide Illuminati conspiracies live. We want to talk. No, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. I'll get these uploaded as quick as I can. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Go be a patron. There's still, I'm still talking nonsense about independent wrestling, even though there's no independent wrestling. Uh, patrons are sending questions and. And uh, so I'm having a lot of fun with that because what else am I going to do other than just record podcast at this time? That's right. So from all of us here at the Double Dropkick Show, we wish you good health and please stay safe. But for the show and our legions of fans everywhere, I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.